Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Stay blessed. We are blessed. I believe that as the word comes into our lives today, our lives are changing. The word of God is bringing direction, is bringing light, and is bringing trans. And let's welcome as we sing our song of faith, nothing is impossible as you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Come on, I can't hear you. Nothing is impossible when you trust in It's a song of faith, so sing it with faith. thanks this morning give him praise give him glory thank him for the gift of life thank him that you are well today thank him that you are alive this morning a psalmist said oh give thanks unto the Lord for his good and his mercy endure it forever Valoria Baduste Gadabro Balibra Gadeshto Braide Gadabro Sabaria. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We adore your holy name. We uplift your mighty name. You are worthy of all the praise. Lift up your voice, church. Give it to him. Give it to him. All the way from January, you are in December. God kept you. God has kept us. God has been good to us. God has been kind to us. His tender message. He says, His messages are renewed every morning. Great is the faithfulness of God. Give Him praise. Give Him glory. Give Him honor. Tayode Pradusta. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we come to you once again. Thank you for life. Thank you for strength. Yes. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you, O oh God, that you kept us all these months. Yes. We are careful to give you the praise. We are careful to give you the thanks. May your holy name alone be glorified. Yes. 
May your mighty name be extolled up on high. There is none like unto thee. Holy Spirit, teach us your word. Have your way minister to us. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. 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 Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord. You may take your seats. Hallelujah. I see some people at the very top. Is there a reason why you are there? You are doing some work. Okay. Wonderful. Well, you're welcome to church this morning. Um, my sound. Our pastor, uh, Bishop Mee, is not able to be in this service. Hallelujah. But um, has asked me to stand in his shoes, which is not easy, but I believe the Holy Spirit will help us. What do you think? All right. So I want to share something brief with us this morning. Just a few thoughts with us. Hallelujah. Revelations chapter 10, verse 5. Revelations chapter 10. Can you hear me clearly? And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven and swore by him that liveth forever and ever who created heaven and the things that therein are and the earth and the things that therein are and the sea and the things which are therein that there should be time no longer. Hallelujah. Well, you only read Ecclesiastes. It tells us that there's time for everything. Is that not so? Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 2 says there's a time to be born, there's a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck that which has been planted, etc. But here we see the scripture is teaching us there will come a time where there will be no longer time. We shall not be confined in time. We shall not be limited in a space of time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you looking forward to those days? But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God shall be finished as he had declared to his servants the prophet. Hallelujah. Now, no longer will there be time, but there was also coming a time where the mysteries of God or the mystery of God will be finished. Hallelujah. When the seventh angel sounds or makes his voice, he says the mystery of God shall be finished. And God will answer all our questions. All the things that didn't make sense on the earth. And I believe we have a lot of them. A lot. You know, as you start to grow up and live life, you see, as a Christian, you hear many things being preached. And you anchor your faith and your life on the words. But sometimes it's not as has been said. Hallelujah. It says, I know the plans that I think toward you, they are good and not of evil, to bring you to the expected end. When you hear such a message, you are encouraged that God has good plans. They are going to work. My marriage is going to be nice. When you come for a wedding and you are being prayed for, so blessed are you going to be in the city Blessed this, blessed that. I mean, it's a very, yesterday I was at the wedding and it was so beautiful. You know? Yes. I mean, you see, even as the couple are kissing you, just sit down and just watch. Oh, it's too beautiful. Did you see? Just a few months down the line, even a kiss becomes a fight. Am I saying something wrong? Can people identify with what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. A kiss becomes... You should ask many couples when the last time they kissed. You'll be surprised. 20 years, 25 years. 
Yeah. Meanwhile, you see, you see a young lady, you look at her and say, wow, this thing is very nice. You have some at home, but it's not working. So there are questions. That's the point. There are questions. There are questions. Oh, it says, the scripture tells us, is anybody sick among us? He said, let him ask for the elders. He said, the prayer of faith will heal the sick. When you read Matthew 9, you read the scriptures. You see, this person believed God. He was healed. This person, this. Only you, you have been with the, you have come from turning point. This prophet has prayed for you. That prophet has prayed for you. Very powerful men of God with wonderful testimonies. Only you, your situation is the same. You are believing God for a child. And the pastor, the prophet said, ah, this person, he gives this testimony. This person in America, he came, he got his child. This person came, he had this child. This person, only you, for the last 15 years, this person has prayed for you, this person, and you are serving God. You are actually the assistant to the bishop. Is it not a mystery? It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. You know, the Israeli war with Gaza, with the Palestinians. When you look at children, do you, do you follow the news? When you look at children, 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 that you see that their houses have been bombed and they look bewildered. Children. Say, ah, but God, why do you preside over something like this? It's a mystery. It's a mystery. You see, some of these things, if you follow them logically, you can even lose your faith. There are many things in life that when you follow them logically, you, you lose. That's why you see white people, sometimes you see that they have lost their faith. I personally met a, a white man whose parents were missionaries in Botswana. Yes. You know, as he came to our office. So let me witness to this man. So as I started to speak, you know, when you start to speak to somebody who understands what you are saying, the scriptures, you, you, you know. So as we were talking, I realized that the person knows the scriptures. But he, he said, I'm telling him that God is love, that God loves us. Do I understand what I'm saying? How would a God that says he loves kill somebody who is serving him? I'm saying that God loves. You see, he has been a Christian before. His parents were missionaries, but they died in a way. And he was left bewildered as a young uh, uh, Christian growing up. And he was asking, I'm sure he has asked God all these questions. And it's like, Charlie, this thing is not true. It's not real. Yes. So he doesn't believe, as I was speaking to him, he doesn't believe in God. And was just asking me question upon question upon question, which I don't have answers. If I start to explain, you see that there would, it will be an ending. There are some things you just don't have answers. They are mysteries. That's what he's saying. He says there coming a time, those mysteries will be finished. I said, those mysteries will be finished. Yeah. 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 You know, the reason why God and his ways seems mysterious to us, Isaiah 55 is 8. Are you here? You see, because when you live life a little, you can easily not believe in God. Or not believe in the preaching. Yes. You have not seen some before. Some of the, the, the windows I have, they are too personal. So, I want to keep them. <laughs> yeah. I know somebody, I mean, believing God for a child. Oh, this, 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 this. Tried many things. See that the thing is not working. Christian. Christian. Prays, helps, works, serves in the house of God. I mean, anything that is right to do, the person is doing it. Yeah. 
It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor my ways your ways, declares God. Now, this scripture is very loaded. For as, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So I believe that the reason why God and his ways seem so mysterious to us is because his thoughts are very different from our thoughts. His thoughts are very, and that is why there's this great prophecy of the seventh angel, that those mysteries will be finished. Hallelujah. Yeah. When you don't carefully consider the mysteries of God, what will happen is that you will predict outcomes that will not happen. You will declare things about tomorrow, about the future, that will not happen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Your expectations will always be cut off. And you wonder that, ah, what they are saying in the church, why is it that me, it doesn't happen to me? Yeah. One of my little girls in the church, not here. I mean, when, when you look at somebody who is humble, somebody who is a good wife, I mean, I, I think she is. But she, she applied to the university. They said, we won't, we won't, we won't take you. So I, I won't go to school again. I said, no, don't, don't say that. Is it because he's broken? Now, I, I've done all these things. If only this small thing to God cannot help me. You see, so people get broken hearted. Especially, you see, in our marriages, eh, you, you, you can easily be, be broken. Me, me, I've come to the point, I've seen people come close to divorce. And I, I realize that. If you ask me my personal, I won't say it into the mic, but if you ask me my personal, this thing about divorce, I have a different, this thing about, yes. Yes, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah. It's a mystery. <laughs> are you here or you are going home? You see, God's thoughts are far away. You know, in the scriptures, let me show you a scripture. God said that he had divorced Israel. Now, let me show you. There's a scripture like that. You see, but we can't explain some of these things. Where, where is it? Isaiah chapter 50 verse 1. Uh, if you have the NASB, let's look at it. I just came to share a few thoughts with you in the event of all the circumstances that are surrounding us as a church. To give you hope that believe that there's coming a time that these mysteries, all your questions will be answered. But it's not now. All our questions that we have, God, why? Why this? Why did my child have to die? Why? Why? The other day, one of our pastors in the hospital, he had given birth, and then the baby, something, something, something. Oh, go to Kolebu, you see this man holding his child eh? on machines, believing God. That God, don't take my child. The next thing you hear, a child is there. You see, when we go and pray for such a person, you even wonder that, ah, I mean, what is this? Who are you? Don't, are you not anointed? Are you not this? You, you begin to even ask yourself questions. But you see, like Bishop was encouraging us last week, we just have to be patient. I said, we just have to be patient. All these questions will be answered. In Isaiah chapter 50 verse 1, I just want to show you. You see, if you don't carefully consider the mysteries of God, you may pass wrong judgment on people who are divorced. You may pass a wrong judgment, I'm telling you. <laughs> you have not seen something before, that's why. You see, God hates divorce. But this same God who hates divorce says that. He has divorced Israel. Thus saith the Lord. Where is the certificate of divorce by which I have sent your mother away? Or to whom of my creditors did, did I sell you? Behold, 
you were sold for your iniquities and for your transgressions. Your mother was sent away. Or, or give, is this any, yeah, any SDS? Do you see? So God himself who hates divorce is able to say that me, myself, I've given somebody a certificate of divorce. Uh, <laughs> is it not a mystery? Are you here or you are going home? Do you have such mysteries in your life? Do you have such mysteries in your family? Ah, plenty. Plenty. Somebody can save God so faithfully, and yet you see that he doesn't have a child. Yeah. Somebody will keep himself. They say, keep yourself. Don't fornicate. You'll be there, a virgin. You'll be a 40-year-old virgin that is like nobody is interested in. And you see these girls who are moving up and down all the time and having weddings all the time, wearing white robes. You have not seen some before. That's life. That's life. That's life. Our own bishop who has died. You ask yourself that. Such a vibrant person who has so much influence and is affecting the ministry at a very high level. If, if God is going to take somebody away, should he not take maybe the unfruitful parts? And somebody is bearing fruit so that the fruitfulness can continue. Our ways are not his ways. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. He says, when you don't, you see, when you don't carefully consider the mysteries of God, eh, you prepare for things wrongly. You may be preparing for a long life when you should be preparing for death. Are you here or you, you are going home? You see, these are the realities. These are the realities of life. Look at our own church. I mean, look at the testimonies of the young people. In such a church, would you not like your child to be in a church like that? Where children will be trained, even if they backslide, Christ, like they have a foundation, they will come back. In today's world, where we have children living in America, living in the UK, who are serving God. You see, let's take our time and appreciate things. You realize that something great is happening. But if you don't take your time to appreciate, you will not know that something great is happening. But this is the same church that people will criticize, people will blast, and people will leave. And sometimes when you hear you yourself cry, you look helpless. <laughs> Am I saying something? Yeah. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. That's why Paul said that the abundance of revelation that God gave me, then he gave me something to buffet me. It's like an issue, a difficult. Are you not a man of God with all these problems? What are you going to say? Well, we have to keep believing the scriptures. And this scripture in Revelation chapter 10, that is encouraging us that there's going to come a time. All our mysterious questions, all the things that don't add up, God is going to answer them. He says that those mysteries will be finished. He says those mysteries will be finished. Are you here? Yeah. He said, mysteriously, God may want you to die instead of living longer. Now, now look at it. Jesus Christ himself, how old was he? Eh? 33. John the Baptist died at what age? 30. John the Baptist died at 30. Jesus died at 33. But his word also says that he has given us three score and ten. <laughs> but his son couldn't even reach half of the three score and ten. His son. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mystery. So yes, we go through pain. We go through many difficult things. But I think that, let this scripture encourage you, that there will come a time that God will explain to you. You know, somebody was saying that, you know Hezekiah, God was going to kill Hezekiah. 
in Isaiah. And then he, he prayed, and then God increased his age by 15 years. Yeah. But when you read the Bible, those 15 years, he shouldn't have lived. <laughs> Causing problems everywhere. He shouldn't have lived those 15 years. Eh? What are you going to say to these things? So you see, those of us, our bishop is God. We have many questions. But let's, let's just leave it to God. Leave it to God. I'm sure you have something like that maybe in your life. Yeah. yeah. You have 50 years. You don't know why you are not still not married. They are praying for you. Your pastor, you, when you meet your pastor, every time you meet your pastor, that's the conversation. And genuinely he's praying for you. Even trying to link you here and there, but it's not working still. Some people may go to their grave without anybody marrying them. You see, but when we are proclaiming the blessings, I see your Saturday is happening. Amen. You are jumping. You are receiving. And then on the other side, it's not happening. Are you here or you are going home? Hmm. You will be disappointed, broken-hearted, and depressed when you should not. Certain circumstances will come to depress you, make you broken-hearted when you should not. The day that guy left, how broken-hearted you were. And you have not gotten over it. But maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should just move on with your life. Are you hearing me? Yeah. You know, the people who follow Jesus Christ to the cross, they were very broken and disappointed. Yeah. Like, you know, you follow a man of God and all your life, because he is there, you see that your life is going straight. I mean, like for those of us who follow the prophet, you see that there's some prosperity there's some peace of mind. Even your marriage is working. Even your children. Do you see? That, I mean, those who follow Jesus. This is somebody who is healing the sick, raising the dead, and doing many things. And then he's going to the cross. I'm going to die. See, they, are, they will be broken hearted. Would they not be broken hearted? They will be disappointed. Say, ah, you say that you are the bread of life. You are the light of this world. You said you came that we may have life. And then in the midst of when we are having life, you have left us. You know, like the way some people say, oh, Bishop Poco, what have you done? Why have you left us like this? You see, that's, the, that's how people talk. It's the same way. Like Jesus Christ, like, oh, what have you left? You said you are the light of life. You said you came that we may have life. And now that even things are improving... For three years that you came ministering to us, he said, it's okay. Oh, wow. It's a mystery. I'm just explaining that there are mysteries. And the revelation is teaching us that it will end. The good news is that it will end. The good news is that a time is coming that it will finish. That's the good news. Or you don't like the good news. You don't like the good news. Yeah. Yeah. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. So go to school. Work hard. Steady. Steady very hard. You come out with the first class. When you were in school, you were focused. No girls, no boys, not, no, not, nothing like that. You are in church. SU girl, SU boy. Everything working. When you finish and you come home, you see that two years, you have been applying now, you are not getting a job. What is this? That foolish boy always making noise in the, in the, in the classroom. You enter Barclays Bank, you see that he's there fully. <laughs> he's there fully. His life is moving on. I mean, he's taking courses. And you 
look at your life and say, why? <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. That's why I say our thoughts are not his thoughts. Our ways are not his ways. Yeah. Say so keep yourself as a young man. You keep yourself. So keep yourself. Don't, don't fornicate. You keep yourself. Then you marry. Then the thing that you have kept yourself from that you know that when you marry, you will get it. You see that. It's not easy for you. It's not easy for you. Yeah. The person was jumping, moving, secondary school, jumping. Everybody knows her, whatever. You've now married her. When you touch her, so I'm tired. I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. A fight. You see that you look at her and say, ah, God, why? I know, I know me, I have friends. You tell God that me, I have friends, bad boys. But when you see, you can see that their marriages, they are very nice marriages. And you who kept yourself. It's very rocky for you. Oh, am I preaching to myself? You guys look very like, you are not saying anything. It's like you are very, okay. (laughs) Yeah. But the Lord said to Samuel, look not on his countenance on the height of his stature because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. So sometimes you approve things. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you appoint somebody as a pastor that you shouldn't appoint. What are you going to do? It's a mystery. Yeah. And sometimes you don't understand why does God, you see, in the scripture that I just read to you, Samuel went, was, God told Samuel to go and anoint David as king. Do you see? But the person who looked like the king, God had rejected all of them. And you wonder, how does God choose? How does God choose? How does God choose this person and not choose this person? Are you understanding? Yeah. Are you understanding the things? Yeah. How does God choose? It's a mystery. Because sometimes you felt that you should have been chosen. The way you have worked hard and you have been faithful to the company, you should have been chosen and you were ignored. Don't worry. The day will come. God will explain all. That is why First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, it says, In all things... Give thanks, for that is the will of God. You see, the mystery of his will. The mystery, Ephesians 1, 9 talks about the mystery of God's will. It says that is the will of God concerning all those that are in Christ Jesus. It's mysterious. It's mysterious. What we are seeing is mysterious, but I believe that it's God who's doing it. Yes. Yes. Our pastor who is just here with us a few weeks, we're in a meeting. I mean, and Bishop Oko is in our meetings. There's some light in the meetings. The last thing that he did in our meeting was that he sorted, you know, there were some. Let me not say the things. Nowadays, they record too many things. Hallelujah. But, I mean, he, he, he brought some peace. Hallelujah. So you wonder to yourself that. Can't you see that he has little children? Eh? It's mysterious. But I'm saying to us that, let Revelation chapter, let it encourage us. Because there's coming a time, there's a seventh angel. The seventh angel is like the, the seventh angel. When he speaks, everything is finished. And he will sound and say, all the mysteries is finished. Things we cannot explain is finished. Yeah. There are many things in life that we cannot explain. You know, when COVID came, some people were laughing at pastors and prophets. Say, so you see. I mean, the first night people are going to prophesy so many wonderful things. And you see that we will go through the year, even one will not come to pass. Yeah. So people say, I said, look, it's mystery of God. Why didn't you even show us? Just a glimpse, something. 
is sovereign. God is. God is. He's sovereign. He's God. That's what makes him God. He's sovereign. He doesn't care that you don't know. It's not his problem. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. He doesn't care that we don't know. We just have to believe. If you don't carefully consider the mysteries of God, you will condemn people you shouldn't condemn. Are you hearing me? You will condemn people that you shouldn't condemn. Romans chapter 14, verse 4. It says, Who are thou that judges another man's servant? To his own servant, he will stand or fall. Yea, he shall be holding up, for God is able to make him stand. Oh, yeah. Condemning people all over the place. That you see, maybe God has chosen the person that you are condemning. Are you listening? Yeah. The mystery of God. When Revelation chapter 11, I'm coming towards the end. Verse 15. These are some of the few things that will happen when the mystery of God is finished. It says, and the seventh angel sounded. And there was great voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. And he shall reign forever and ever. Next verse. And the four and twenty elders which sat before God on his seat fell upon their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thee thanks. We give thee, you know, thanksgiving is a very, I've come to realize that it's a very important thing. Give thanks in all things. In the, in the most difficult situation. Just go down on knees and say, God, you know, you know all things. Thank you. Thank you. It will help you. It will help you. When you start to have a lot of questions, that's why you see many Europeans, and they brought us the gospel. The sacrifices they have made is not easy. But many have become atheists. It's because they, are, they didn't give thanks. When they were creating aeroplanes, going to the moon, they should have given thanks. But they didn't give thanks. That is why somebody can say that you, uh, you evoluted. It's like, you, you, evolution is what caused you to exist. How? That's why it says that when they were not thankful, God gave them over. God gave them over. God gave, when something bad happens, God forbid, but something bad happens that you don't understand, don't be unthankful because when you do that, you can, the devil can take advantage. And before you realize, look, Homosexuality stems from this. He said they didn't consider God in their minds. Because God, why? Why this? Why this? Why this? There's no God. There's, I, I leave God. I take God out of my mind. He says, God also says, okay, no problem. I leave you. And the devil says, you have left them. Thank you. The devil is rather excited. Sir, God has left you. Come and let's fellowship. And then he puts all things that a woman that you, you, when you see a woman, you see that naturally you get attracted. That thing is taken from you and said, now you like a man. Wonderful. That's, that's the result of not being thankful and not realizing that God is sovereign. Ladies and gentlemen, let's allow God to be God. The things you cannot explain, you cry a bit. You wonder a bit. Leave it to God. You 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 leave it to God. With the hope that one day, one day, when the seven angels sounds, God will explain it to me. God will reveal things to me. Say, God, why did my mother die when I was so young? Struggle so much. God will, will show you. God will show you. 
God will show you. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me finish reading the scripture. Oh Lord God Almighty, we give thanks, we give thee thanks, oh Lord God Almighty, which are at and was and are to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and has reigned. Hallelujah. Now, this is the good news. Verse 15 is the good news. It says, the kingdoms of this world shall become the kingdoms of our Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Are you not excited about that? Look at the confusion in the world. I mean, if you are from Ukraine, let's say you were Ukrainian, and then you understand the confusion that is like, as we are in Ghana, and God forbid, as we are here with our peace and enjoying our life, and then another nation decides that they will come and just take over and be bombing our houses, be bombing, and we don't have anywhere to stay. We don't have any, our life is disrupted totally. You can't go to work. The thing that brings you money, you can't have. You see, that is what is happening in Ukraine, if you get to know. And the kingdom of the world sits down unconcerned. They can't do anything. That's why when Ebola came, people started to complain that like the world is oblivious to what is happening. People should just die. But it will, it will amaze you that in the world, oh, people will just people will be moving on in their countries and doing whatever. If you will perish, perish there. That is the world that we live in. But the good news, you see, that's why this is good news. That the kingdom of Christ, of God, shall take over. Shall take over. I said, shall take over. The democracy is the worst form of government. At least in my books. Everybody has an opinion, no? So I can share one or two. Thank you. The best form of government eh, is a monarch. Like a king reigns and rules and orders the place. It's the best form of government. That's why Jesus Christ is the king of kings and the lord of lords. That's why he's coming to rule this world with peace, with strength, with power. That's the best. That's the best. Look at us in Ghana. Many democracy has brought that. You see, when Rollins, by the grace of God, when Rollins was ruling, I was, I was growing up. I understood some of the things. Look, there was cleanliness. You, circle was clean. If you like, misbehave. If you like, misbehave. Yes. They don't have to go to parliament to argue anything. No, 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 no. no. He himself will slap you. Yes. If you like misbehave, he himself will organize you right now. It's like, this person must go, this person then it's like we have to do this, there's a process. No, no, no. Please, you are not performing, you are not doing anything. This, you just hear. You may not even, you, you will not even be told. You will hear in the news. I mean, it's not good, but it, it brings a certain strength and order. That's what we need. Look, when I went to Botswana, that's when I realized that we are very lawless. 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 Yes. We are very lawless, but you may not know because we have adapted. So you see, the kingdoms of our world very confused. Look at us. There's no road anywhere. Small road that will look how a road improves a community is too wonderful. The nice houses that you build, if the government were to do a road in your in your where you live, ah, you see that you you are you see that you are living in a posh area. Just by yes, a residential area. Just by uh, 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 but you you are staying in your mansion and you see that you are going. This is the kingdom of our world, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. This is the government. Judgment, death after judgment, death. We are not learning. Abba. <laughs> it's wonderful. I'm sure even now people use it to, to just make money. Yes. Anyway. When the seven angel sounds, your king, my king, Jesus Christ, 
the Alpha and the Omega. He's the one who is going to reign. He's the one who is going to reign. He's the one who is going to rule with righteousness, with equity. Yes. Yes. That's why if you are not a Christian, eh, it's, it's a sad thing. Let me finish with this. When the seven angels sounds, Jesus will begin to exert his power and authority. Go to chapter 11, verse 16. I close with this. Are you understanding, church? Are you understanding the scriptures now? Yeah. That's why it's good to be a Christian and a good one. Yeah. 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 I'm telling you. And the four and twenty elders which sat before God in the seat fell upon their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thee thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which are and was and are to come. Next verse. And thou, okay, no, 17. And thou hast taken to thee great power, and thou hast reigned. He's going to reign with great power. I said he's going to reign with great power. He's going to exert you see, now, sometimes, don't you ask yourself, for example, if you look at the Israelis and the Palestinians, do you follow news? Do you follow these things? Or oh, it's not your, you have other important things. It's good. You see, it will help you. You see, what happened was that the Israelis were there and then the Palestinians came to slaughter them. They were having a party, big uh, program, and they came and slaughtered them. And take, took some as hostages. And Israel said that we are at war. We will fight you until these people are no more. Hey, so they are raining, bombing, killing people. But when you look at it, say, hey, how can people be, be killed like that? And people are dying like that. And you see, it is within the women and the children. And the Hamas people, they are very wicked. They use hospitals and things as where they as their base. But Israel say, we too, we will bomb. If it's hospital, if it's whatever, we will so, so bomb. Hey, this is the world that we live in. I'm just trying to explain what we are enjoying in the world. That is why we must look forward to Jesus Christ coming to rule and to reign. Because all these wonderful things that we don't understand that disturbs us shall be no more. I said it shall be no more. I said it shall be no more. I said it shall be no more. Death that you cannot explain shall be no more. It shall be no more. God has not intervened as men has fought one another and killed many millions. When Hitler was slaughtering the Jews, why didn't God intervene? Don't you think God has power to intervene? But he said nothing. When Jesus was being crucified, God did not intervene. When your husband or your wife died, God did not intervene. As a young couple, serving God faithfully, you, you ask yourself, God, why? When Christians are being persecuted and people are dying as martyrs, God looks on. Doesn't intervene. And you see false religions, doesn't intervene. Hallelujah. But today, that is why Paul said, let me read this to you and we'll close. Romans chapter 8, verse 38. It says, I am persuaded. This is what persuades me, what I've just read to you. That neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. Death, height, creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Next verse. Okay. I was looking for where it says that we are more than conquerors. Let me look for it. 37. 37. 37. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through whom who loved us. You are more than a conqueror. I want to encourage you, as you put your trust in God, all these things may be happening to you, but you are more than a conqueror.
So let your anchor still be in Christ. Let your anchor. You may have questions, but the day will come. All your questions shall be answered. Please stand to your feet. God bless you. God bless you. Father, give us the strength to continue to the very end. Give us the strength. As Christians, we want to serve you to the very end. No matter what happens, lift up your voice and pray. Just for a minute or two, everybody everywhere, lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice. The strength to continue, to continue to the very end, to continue to the very end, to continue to the very end. Oh, Rada Baba Stakata Balababa. De Randa Dabo Shede Andaba. To continue, Lord. Yande Giando Braista. Bayanda Baba Baba Baba. Se Bayanda Baba Baba Baba. Boyande Rada Baba Bastabada Brakabada. Se Baradaba. Se Baradaba. Help me, Lord, to continue faithful to the end, faithful unto death. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, faithful unto the end. Faithful unto death, let that be my portion. Help me, Lord. I am weak. I ask for your strength, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I am no longer Mosha. Abranda Namasta, Ebranda Nebeanaba, Sebranda Gaderia. When these things happen to me, it's not easy, Lord. But I pray, help me. Help me to continue. Help me to continue. Help me to continue living for you. Continue serving you. Continue believing in the gospel. Continue believing in the scriptures. Continue coming to church. Serving you. Help me, Lord. Through it all. Lift up your hands, church. To trust in Jesus.
with all eyes closed, you are here, you don't know Jesus. You may not have this hope that one day the difficult things will be explained. The questions we have will be explained. But it's for those that are in Christ. If you're able to make it to heaven where he is, then you can receive explanation. And so this morning I want to extend a call to you. If you are here, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. I want to pray with you wherever you are. Right now I've lifted up my hand. I want you to join me. Say, Pastor, pray with me. Today I want to give my heart to Jesus. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. I see those hands. Lift it up high above your head. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it up. Lift it up. Don't leave here the same way you came. Except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom. It takes those in the kingdom to receive his answers. You have lifted up your hand. I want you to do one more thing. Take your bag. Take your Bible. Just walk to me and let's pray. Come to the altar. Come to the stage. Come. 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 You lifted up your hand. I want you to come right now. Just come to me. Except a man be born again, he cannot enter. And many people who came to Christ, they came in public. Yes, because he says that if before men you are shy, me to one day before my father, I'll say, no, 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 I don't know you. I don't know you. And so there's nothing to be shy about. We are talking about life and death situation. We are talking about where you spend the rest of your life. And as you can see, you must be prepared for death. You are preparing that you will see tomorrow. But maybe you will not. Maybe God has other plans. But prepare. That's why we must always at any time be ready. Because we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. You are here like that. Come. Come. I'm just making the call again. Come. God is calling you. God is calling you. God is calling you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God is calling you. Don't be hard. Don't be hard in your hearts. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Look at me. Those standing in front, look at me. Brother, look at me. Look at me. We are going to pray. The Bible says that with the heart you believe. I hope you understood what I was preaching. Yes. And it says, prayer is made unto salvation. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord, the Bible says, will be saved. That is why you are here. I'm going to lead you in prayer. Whatever I say, say it after me, but it's your prayer. Okay. I want you to say it in faith, believing. Congregation, we can join our brothers here. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I thank you. I have heard your word. I realize I need Jesus. I realize I am a sinner. And so today, this morning, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I repent of them. All my wicked ways, all my wrongdoings, I repent. And I ask you to forgive me. Please come into my heart. Be Lord over my life from today. I pray, do as you please in my life. Let your will be done in my life. I thank you that today you saved me. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. 
For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.